and welcome back folks i'm your host jude as always and we are here for the second installment of in the box as always i'm your host judo kindness welcome back to sports box now if you're new around here let me educate you on what in the box is now in the box obviously i could just go through every nfl game but i choose two or three games to talk more in depth about um and then I, I do give a few other game predictions, but I do choose two or three games specifically of each week to you know talk about more specifically. Now, week one was a hell of a week, and I and I have a podcast uh, I call Aftermath where I you know recap everything that happened. So check check out for that tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> but I basically just recap uh, the NFL you know the NFL week. But week one was a fantastic week, and I didn't even get to recap the Monday night game. And the Monday night game might have topped every game during Sunday. So it was a fantastic week of football. Um, and we got to kick off things with Thursday night football. The Washington football team beat the New York Giants in a game-winning field goal that honestly shouldn't have happened if Dexter Lawrence decided to stay on sides, but he didn't, and they got another chance, and Dustin Hopkins hit that field goal to move Giants to, I mean, the Washington football team to a 1-1 one one record, and the Giants fall to 0-2. But we're not here to talk about the Giants of Washington game. We're actually here to talk about the games that are happening tomorrow. Um, and so let's start with, I think, my favorite game or one of my favorite games going into this weekend. And that's the Buffalo Bills versus the Miami Dolphins. Now, this to me, this is one of the more in, this is this and another game are one of the more intriguing matchups, um, especially going into this week, because there's already massive storylines that I think pertain to both teams. And, and I think the biggest storyline going into this game is the Buffalo Bills. I mean, I, I think, honestly, after the performance that we saw last week, um, where they played the Steelers and looked nothing, just absolutely nothing of what people thought they'd look, people got were like, uh, is, this, is this the Buffalo team where people thought Josh Allen was going to be this unanimous MVP um, and then turned out to really have a below average game at best, you could call it. Um, and I, I think that is what the biggest storyline coming into. Because, look, going into the season, people were saying Josh Allen was unanimous MVP. And while I didn't buy into it, I wasn't also like, well, Josh Allen is this terrible, terrible quarterback. But I think the biggest thing for me with quarterbacks is you got to show consistency. And as great as Josh Allen was a year ago, and the connection with him and Stephon Diggs was just a monster duo, you can't just have one season and then people start calling you MVP. And I think we saw that last Sunday, and I think that's why it's a huge storyline going in this game. And not only that that Josh Allen had a bad game, but going to the storyline, they're playing an AFC East team, which is the Miami Dolphins. And they have they have a big storyline going in this game, right? They're coming off a huge win at Foxborough. Um and you know, Tua looked good. He had some he had some bad flashes, but overall he had a he had a solid game, and obviously they came away with the win. But I think this is a very interesting matchup in the fact that the Bills are almost playing a replica team they played last week, which is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, you might ask yourself, well, one team's Miami, one team's a Pittsburgh, one team is called the Steelers, one team is called the Miami Dol- the Dolphins. How are they anyway similar? But if you look at the team, const- how it's constructed, it kind of is. I mean, if you look at the Steelers, right, they got Big Ben. Obviously, he's aging, so he's not as great of a quarterback that he used to be. And then you have Tua, who has a lot of pressure on himself. His decision-making still isn't quite there, and he's he shows bad flashes. But he can... And sometimes he turns the ball over a little too much. 
But he's in that role of where, you know, he's kind of his arms there. It's not as great as other quarterbacks. It's not bad. And he can make smart plays. And that's the same thing that I see with Ben Roethlisberger. But obviously, they're, they're not the same quarterback is what I'm trying to say. But the, the way the offense is built, you know, the, the receivers, they, they don't really have a true number one. I guess Devontae Parker is really good, but it looks like Jalen Waddell in just a couple of years will be that number one. But I think that's how you beat the Bills. And I, I think this is what we're going to see a lot of this season and how the teams play the Bills. Because I think the biggest thing we could take away from last Sunday is Josh Allen didn't look like the MVP candidate. But also was the fact that he threw 51 times. He threw 51 times last week. And I think the biggest thing is because nobody is scared of the Bills' rush attack. I mean, no offense to Devin Singletary, but I don't think if you talk to a lot of NFL coordinators, they might be like, yeah, Devin Singletary, he's, you know, he's in the NFL, so he's obviously a good running back. But we're not scared of him. You know, he's not a guy who's going to make these electric, electric plays. You know, I mean, he, he's a, he, he's he's... He's elusive, but he's not a Dalvin Cook. You know, it's not somebody you say that you circle on that roster and say, okay, that's a guy you got to really stop or else it's going to change the game. No, you you don't really have to do that with Devin Singletary. And I think that's what's affecting the Bills. Look, I think everyone kind of pushed that away and just said, okay, the Bills are going to be this pass heavy offense that no one is going to beat it. No one is going to be able to stop. And then boom, week one, the Steelers beat them 23-16 at home. And I, and I think that's what Miami's going to have to do. Look, Devin Singletary, he's going to do whatever, right? He got 11 carries, 72 yards, like averaged about seven yards a carry last week. But that had no impact on the game. It didn't really change how the game was played. If, in all honesty, I would let Josh Allen throw. I would say, Josh Allen, you throw as many times as you want. You throw, you throw the ball 70 times if you want. Because I think we look past his accuracy. And that was a big thing. He missed a lot of passes last weekend that were like, that's a pass you just got to make. But that's where the fatigue sets in. After throwing the ball 51 times, your body's going to wear down. So I think if you're the Miami Dolphins, that's how you beat them. Look, you cannot get in a shootout with this team. You are not going to win. It's, it's plain and simple. You get in a shootout with the Bills, you're not going to win. I'm sorry. You just won't win. But if you neutralize Josh Allen and you can have those long offensive drives from Tua in the, in the Dolphins offense, you get Miles Gaskin start, Devontae Parker in there, Jalen Waddle, Will Fuller, he's still out another week, but that's fine. You get those guys, you know, they don't got to make these huge plays, but you just capitalize in the red zone. I think that's how you win this football game. And, and, and the biggest thing to me is Tua cannot make mistakes. Tua, this is a game, especially for the Dolphins, that could be a huge, huge win. It doesn't only make you 2-0, and and you're not only getting your first home win of the season, but you start 2-0 and in the division. And that is the biggest thing that you could take away from this game. You start 2-0. and You beat the Patriots, and you have the potential to beat the Bills. Two teams, they're going to be competing for the playoffs this season, without a doubt especially the Bills. So you you run away with this type of game. That's a huge morale boost for your team. And it looks good. It, it looks good that you beat two teams in your division and especially the Bills. Um, but I, I'm going to take the upset. So I'm going to take the Dolphins. I And, I'm, and I, it might sound like a shock, but I think the Dolphins, 
only have to do what the Steelers did and they can win this football game. Look, Xavier Howard is a hell of a corner. He's going to be against Stephon. We're going to, that's going to be an interesting matchup. This Miami defense only a year ago was second in allowed passing touchdowns with only 21 and not a lot of those people from the secondary left. So <laughs> it's still the same secondary there. So I truly believe that the Dolphins at home will beat the Buffalo Bills and go on to 2-0. Now, the next game that I want to, you know, more go depth in is the Philadelphia Eagles versus the San Francisco 49ers. Because to me, while the Bills and Dolphins game is one of the more interesting of the week, I think the 49ers-Eagles is the most intriguing of the week. You see the difference? <laughs> but I, I, I do think this is the most intriguing game because... I don't think I'd be talking about this game if the Eagles didn't do what they did last week. If Jalen Hurts didn't go into Atlanta and throw for 264 yards and three touchdowns, one of them to their rookie, Devontae Smith, I don't think we would have been talking if he didn't do that. But he did do that. He did. And he shut me up. And I, I got to give him a lot of props because I I, I, was, I was never high on Jalen Hurts. And I'm still not because I, I still think the Atlanta Falcons are a bottom three team in the NFL, but I think this is a chance, if any way, if any chance, Jalen Hurts gets to prove himself. Not that he already hasn't, but against a 49ers defense like this, and obviously Jason Verrett's going to be gone. He's done for the season. Uh, Greenlaw, he's out for a few, he's out for basically half the season. So obviously the 49ers defense is still banged up, but they still got guys. I mean, they still got Nick Bosa, Fred Warner. I mean, there's still players on that defensive, you know, front and in the secondary who are still elite. So I think this is a big test for Jalen Hurts. And that's what makes it the most intriguing game. Because look, the Eagles, it, we, we all know about the NFC East. It's it's a complete disaster. And, we, you know, it's, it's honestly, it's anybody's for the taking, maybe not the Giants, but it's anybody's for the taking. And this is a perfect way if the Eagles want any confidence, you beat the 49ers who looked just fantastic last week besides the last quarter when they let Jared Goff look like Tom Brady for about 15 minutes. Um, but look, the 49ers, I, and this is another team that's interesting because it, it's always going to annoy me that they traded three first round picks to draft Trey Lance and Trey Lance is not starting on Sundays. Um, that's just really weird to me in general, but this is a huge huge game i i think for the eagles if they if they want to prove anything jalen hurts this is your chance to go out and show people and i think they have the potential to do it do i think they will no but i think this eagles defensive front does not get enough respect fletcher cox brandon graham josh sweat who just signed a contract he's going to be there for another three years and javon hargrave who posted up a 94.6 pff grade and was first in all defensive tack interior defenders so, look, th this Eagles front is legit. And if if you can somehow get to Jimmy Garoppolo and just frustrate him, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to make mistakes. We know Jimmy Garoppolo. He can turn the ball over when you get him flustered. So, I think that's your best bet if you're the Eagles. You got to fluster Jimmy Garoppolo. Do I think they're going to be able to do it the capacity to win this football game? I don't think they will. Because at the end of the day, I think... Overall, the 49ers, they have a better team, and that's what it just comes down to. That, that's what it comes down to. And look, the 49ers, this is their second straight road game to open the season. 
So for a team that went to the East Coast, then went back to the West Coast to practice, and then went back to the East Coast for this game, that's some fatigue on the body. But I, I overall, forget that. I think the 49ers are the better overall team. But I do think we will see Jalen Hurts have a hell of a game because I think, I don't know how they're going to neutralize Jalen Hurts that well. Um, just a few other games that, you know, real quick talk about. Las Vegas versus Pittsburgh. Both teams 1-0. Looking for a very, very exciting matchup. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. You know, I think this was a team that, you know, everybody saw at the end of last year. They said, well, this team finished abysmally. Like, I mean, they, they finished very bad. How can we pick them? Well, I think I think Pittsburgh rebounded. They beat the Bills on, obviously, last Sunday. Huge win. Um, so I, I'm going to I'm gonna take the Pittsburgh in that one. The New England Patriots traveled to New York to take on the Jets. I just put this one in because I think it's a fun, you know, Mac Jones or Zach Wilson. I'm going to take the Patriots. I, I I don't think the Jets are at that level yet. And I still think they're going to be taking a little bit of time. Obviously, Mekhi Becton is out for the game. So, you know, I mean, you know, Zach Wilson might be running for his life the whole entire game. The Rams versus Indianapolis. Indianapolis is hosting their second NFC West team in, in another in an in the past two weeks. Um, I don't know who did the schedule and decided that that was a smart idea for the Indianapolis Colts to do, but hey, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't create the schedule. So I'm gonna take the Rams in that one. I think, you know, Carson Wentz, he isn't there yet. I think it has potential to, but after seeing how the Rams just completely dismantled uh, Chicago on Sunday night, I, I don't see a chance. The Dallas Cowboys versus the Los Angeles Chargers. I think this is going to be a good one. Um, obviously, the Cowboys missing a lot of defensive starters in this game. Uh, Justin Herbert, he's just he's still on a roll from last year. Uh, he did not he did not put he did not step on the brakes. Um, but I'm gonna take the Cowboys. I know they are very they're very they're underdogs in this game and heavily underdogs. I'm surprised as many people chose the Chargers and the Cowboys. It's gonna be a home game for the Cowboys here in LA. Um, so. I'm just going to go for the, you know, the hometown team, the Dallas Cowboys, but I think it'll be a very good game. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think both defense are, don't, both defenses won't be able to contain the firepower that both offenses possess. And then finally, to wrap us up, wrap us off the Kansas City versus Baltimore, the Sunday night game. And as much as I would love to see Lamar Jackson win, I just, I, I don't think they have it. I don't think they have it to beat Mahomes and the Chiefs. I think they're just, the Chiefs, they're they're looking like they're just going to go to their third straight Super Bowl. So, you know, anyway, guys, um, as always, I'm your host, Jude, signing off. And I will see you guys tomorrow on Aftermath.